What's up, guys? I'm your host, Jay, and welcome to the 91 Perspective Podcast. This show allows a safe space to vocalize my opinions and views on things that interest me and allows a safe space for people of different backgrounds, for myself and others to get to know them. Also to discuss various topics that you may not be aware of. So we're in season two, episode 13, and the topic we're going to be talking about today is should you support content just because it's black? And we're going we're going to dive into the pros and cons of this question. But before I go any further into the episode, I just want to say to anyone out there during this Corona pandemic, um, my prayers go out to you. There's a lot of people praying for the world to make it through this in a positive way. I know there has been a lot of loss of life and uh, finances and the world is currently changing with every second as time goes by. So my heart goes out to anyone listening to this. Um, We're really in a tough spot. And as someone that I didn't really take this so seriously. And I know there's other people that had the same train of thought with me having my own, you know, dealing with my own way of, of, of this Corona. If you guys want to go back to one of my episodes, it's titled Coronavirus. You can kind of hear my thoughts on that. But even I kind of came down with the sickness. I don't know if it was the Corona or not, but I have my own encounter with this thing. So. I know there's a lot of thoughts surrounding this thing, but my heart goes out to all of you guys. So going into this topic, I I love this question question actually, because a lot of people in the black community have been talking about this, especially in the black creative community. If you are a business owner or a content creator, this question, should you support content just because it's black? Now, when you hear that question, what do you think? Like, what comes to your mind when you hear that question? Should you support content just because it's black? To me, it's what I hear um, is if you are black, support it just because it's black. If it's black, support it. That's as a black person. That's what I hear. But you know what? Let's go into the pros and the cons and the in-between middle ground of it because with this topic it's not just black and white there is a gray area to this some nuance that we can actually explore but i actually do let's let's look at it let's let's really look at it so okay the pro the pro of supporting a let's say black black owned content what does that translate to what does that mean well it can mean a black owned business or that is solely um owned and run and created by a black person or a black team no other people no other um ethnicities involved in in the making just solely black or of or of an african origins um the pros to this let's say 
I would say the good thing of supporting a black owned business and what you could get is a sense of togetherness. So a lot of times people think that black people aren't together. Even black people, people think that we're not together. We don't have any oneness, but contrary to popular belief, if you were to support black content, which would be a black owned business or, or movie or, or comic book or video game that is, is created by a black person. And when we know that there's someone that is black behind the scenes making content, there's like a, a thought of acceptance that, okay, you know what? This person understands my culture. They understand I'm black at the very least and what that means. So what does that look like in real life? Okay. If you apply to a job before and you're a black person, you've probably heard that a lot of times they will not accept your resume if you have a black sounding name. Funny thing about that is, especially with a lot of black Americans or, you know, if you're Caribbean or whatever, uh, a lot of the names are English or of Latin descent, depending on where you are. So it's funny how, like, I don't understand how they say, oh, it's black sounding names. No, it's through media and association for so long. You've put out this idea. You see the name and you see the person. So these are in the minds of people, even people that hire you or that people are in power. So they see a Tremaine or a Trevon or a, um, I can't even, the the names is not even coming to me, but they won't get hired because they have a preconceived notion in their mind. Well, if I hire someone like this, well, I'm going to get someone that is ghetto and ratchet and that's what I'm going to expect. However, if you have someone that works in a company or that owns a company that is black you can rest assured that, okay, well, he's black. He's no different than someone that I know. I'm going to hire him and, you know, you, you, you kind of get the benefit of the doubt. That can be a pro of, of supporting a black owned business or black owned content is that sense of togetherness and acceptance that if someone behind the table is black you are probably or more likely to get that that type of benefit of the doubt. So that's a good thing. And what about true support? You know, we have a history for centuries, like from I'm going to say from since slavery time up until now, we've had a history of being downtrodden and being marginalized all over the world, right? And knowing the struggles that we face as black people, or or if, if you listen as a black person, you know that okay, if if this company or this group of people that look just like me do well, then more of its kind are going to pop up, and this, especially this company, 
is going to be at the forefront. It's going to speak out for other groups like itself. And it kind of builds this sense of true support. Like, you know what? Like, I, I want to see them win because I know the struggles that we go through. That's a real thing. That's in many groups, many groups that have been oppressed or been through hard times. You want to see your people win. Even if, even if, you know, you're Jamaican and that other person is Trinidadian or that one is Nigerian, you all have somewhat of a different culture, you know, di- differences in it. There are similarities you can, you can account for, but they are different tribes, we'll say, right? But you understand what it means to be a black person and you want to see more of you win and succeed. So the pro of supporting a supporting black content is in that true support where, you know, oh, they're going to I know they're going to ride for me because I'm black and they want to see me win. And the expectation is if, if, if I win, you win as well in the long run. And, you know, you just see more of its kind, more of its likeness like that. Like, I think that's a beautiful thing with black people because we know our struggle. And when we go out there and we go into different spaces that are not black, we have to work 10 times harder just to even get some kind of recognition based on how you look, how people perceive you, things of that nature. So a benefit of Supporting black content is that you know others that have your best interest, they're going to want to do the same for you. And another thing oppressed people know how other oppressed people feel. Usually, a lot of times, black owned stuff are a little bit more inclusive to other groups of people that have been oppressed or of a oppressed, you know, um, oppressed history. So like, yeah, you, you know, I, I know, um, there's this YouTube channel that I, I watch. He's a comedian. His name is Kevin on stage and he, he's a black owner of his own production company. He's, he, he works with a lot of other, uh, people, his wife and, and, and his videographer and it's mainly black but his videographer is Mexican he's of Hispanic or Latino descent and like there's a vibe right there they understand like you know he used to work at a different company and when he started his own company he took he took the guy with him so you want to see that if you can support a black owned business or anything that's black content you're gonna you know you're gonna see more it's that it's that acceptance and we understand what it means to not be accepted right so there is a positive outcome to this right okay here's another example of a positive outcome to supporting black content Sometimes, you know, it, it's, it starts as content and then it turns into a business or vice versa. It starts as a business, then turns into content. But Tyler Perry is a good example of this. 
what what is some of the positives of supporting something that's black, right? Okay. You have a man that dressed up in a woman's suit, an older woman's suit. You can kind of, maybe she was like a mammy figure, but had turned it, had turned something somewhat in a negative or a, a, a down look, a look down upon image and turned it into something that brought, you know, laughter and joy to many people of all different races, right? I don't even like using that word. I'm going to use ethnicity. Race is not a real thing. That's, you guys are going to find this out throughout my podcast. So, you know, his content has brought much love and positivity uh, to many different ethnicities. Um, Black, non-black, all that good stuff, right? And now at the pinnacle of his, well, one of the, we, I'll say at this time, it, he is kind of at the pinnacle. But for years, he didn't get really that much attention from Hollywood. And he built his own studio from the ground up in Georgia. And at this point, it's now a, I think, what was it? Either earlier this year or last year, late last year. Um, he did a a grand opening of his Tyler Perry Studios, which has several sound stations. And um, what you call it? Let's see. It was a it was a grand opening. Uh, invites to a lot of celebrities, a lot of people in the industry. You know, he brought Hollywood to the South, and this happened from people, black people, supporting him in the Chitlin circuit. If you guys don't know what that is, go look it up. But down south has their own chiclet chiclet circuit, chitlin or chiclet circuit. I'm I'm probably butchering that. But he was supported by black people and got as big as he is now to where he controls mostly everything that he does in his studio. And in seeing how great that, that come up was, if you if you look into his studio, he's actually um, allowed a lot of other movies to be produced on his lot. Oh, that's another thing I wanted to mention. It's on a old Confederate Army lot, and that is. Huh. And if you know anything about the Confederate Army, they fought for slavery, the continuation of slavery. So it's just kind of a poetic justice in looking how God works in a mysterious way, like. He does justice, but the Black Panther movie was filmed on Tyler Perry Studios' um, lot. So, when you have the support of your people, especially black people, and they support content, black content, you just don't know where it can go. So, you know, that's some of the pros of supporting black content. Um... I think, you know, there there isn't a, a story that I, I that actually was no. I actually I actually can think of a of another example. So I'm into manga. And for those that don't know, it's just Japanese graphic novels or comics, if you want to call it that. Um, there is there is the this artist. You can go find him on YouTube, White Manga, and 
He has his own, uh, he's in partners with another black guy. He has his own manga magazine. It's Shonen Base. Very much a lot of action. It's called Saturday AM. And he he's Nigerian. He he draws characters. His style is of like a Japanese manga style. Um He's so much he's somewhat influenced by Bleach, but he has his own story out, Apple Black. And the main character isn't black, but he is is a black creator that is creating this story of his own. He has another story, Bakasi. Bakasi. His his main character in that story is black. But you know, you if you if you support a black business. I actually bought one of his his books. I bought the first volume of it, and I had posted it years ago. Me giving my dollars and or supporting him in likes. And in fact, I feel like likes and money is going to be the best way to get him to that next level, his business to the next level, because he's gonna hire a kid that likes Japanese art, and you're gonna see more of its kind. That's the pros of supporting a black-owned business. So, what are the cons? Okay, let's get into it because I know a lot of people have those thoughts. And even myself, black people have these thoughts. This is why people are reluctant. There are cons to, you know, what are the cons of supporting a, you know, black, black content? Well... The first thought is mediocrity or thinking it's going to be less than it's, it's, it's not going to be up to par. I'm not going to get the best service that is out there, right? When it comes to supporting black content, it goes back to people's preconceived notions of black people what they think about black people and we all know like i said earlier we are a marginalized people we've been marginalized from society Uh, if you don't know the word marginalized go look it up but i i will say that just a quick synopsis of the word it's being pushed out of society um not being included that's just a synopsis. You can go look up the word marginalized. But it goes for a lot of uh, oppressed groups when the the main group or the higher the group the higher group of the hierarchy of society deems one group lesser than they kind of push them away and make them at at a lower subservient level. So and that also comes into resources not having the capital to do anything, you're going to have less stuff. Your stuff isn't going to be at high quality or up to par. And especially if your society, your government is not allowing you to be in a better position, then, you know, what is deemed as mediocrity could be low quality. It, it could just be that. It may not even be it may not even be that you're not putting your all into it. It's just the fact that you don't have the means to make it a regular thing um, of, you know, your 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 other, your, your normal competitors. And 
And mind you, here's the thing. You can have great content, but because the view of what black is, is in a negative light, people may just think it's, oh, well, since the person's black and the person's behind it, it may be mediocre. Now, here's another thing that people may not like when I say this. Some of that is true. Well, not that, but the fact that a lot of times, well, not a lot of times, but sometimes with black people, they may not put as much effort into something. It may just be mediocre. You do have people that they use that as an excuse. Oh, well, we don't have much, so we do it like this. It's a truth, but at the same time, make it as best as you can. Um, me and my girl, we talked about this, you know, we go back and forth with this whole question. Would you support something um, if just because it's black? And she says she wants to support something just because it's good. And this goes with anything, whether it's black or white. And that's a lot of people's train of thought. So, you know, you know, they don't want to just support it just because it's black. But there is a thought behind that. Some people may not support it just because it's black. Whether it's gonna whether it's going to be mediocre or they think it's going to be mediocre. And you know, um another thing that is a con to supporting black content uh is the glorification or or acceptance, or maybe not acceptance, but like tolerance of bad behavior. What do I mean by this? Um, I'm going to use this as an example and, you know, but I'm going to talk. I'm going to. OK, so let me just get into it. So let's look at hip hop, right? Hip hop has done well for black people. We know hip hop is is a black genre that started by black and Puerto Rican people, right? Back in like the early, either the late 70s or early 80s. And they talk about things that that's real, things that's going on around them, the struggle, whatever, whatever that may be. And for a long time, up until this point, 2020, um, a lot of it glorifies negative things. Uh, you know, bad things within the community that it seems to be winning for some artists, where, whether it's the consumption of drugs, the selling of drugs, killing people with, um, with malice without any consideration, over-sexualizing of women, sometimes men, or a lot of times men, men over-sexualize themselves, um, gambling, money laundering, like just, you know, racketeering, uh, drunkenness or alcoholism, abuse, all of these things that are, that is a reality of some black people that, that, you know, they've experienced this and they talk about it maybe as an outlet, but sometimes it's glorified and promoted, not just by white people, but like by black people themselves. They put this stuff out there, though they lived it, but they put it out there and it continued to perpetuate it. So it was like, why am I spending my money on this guy when he's putting out this material and 
my my little cousins listen to this now he wants to be uh, you know a, a trap star a, a drug lord he want he wants to be a, a gangster he want he wants to do this type of stuff why am i supporting this guy and you know th- that that is one of the downsides to supporting something that is black content now there are all these inner workings that go along with it it's not you know the guy may be making the music but the person who owns the streaming service or the or the distributing of his cds or whatever may not be may not be black that's why i talked about before having a black owned business um the positive side is that you can you can better representation as well i think i forgot to mention that part there there you're gonna you're gonna get better content to an extent but then the 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 con of it is that not all black people think the same they don't you know not all black people want better content because they'll say to you well this is what sells like why am i going to put out something positive when the negative makes money I'm gonna I'm gonna give you another example. Future, future. He did an interview. I forgot with with who, but you can go look it up on YouTube. And he talked about his music, where he talked about Molly's and Percocets, and he even told the interviewer that he doesn't even take the drug. He just makes his music in a way where it feels like you're taking the drug. So you have someone that is rapping about Molly Percocet, Molly Molly Percocet, right? But they don't even take it. But yet they know other young people are taking it. So he knows this for a fact. And he's he's somewhat exploiting exploiting people's um, guilty pleasures in a sense. Right now. Mind you, no one is putting a gun to their heads and forcing them to listen to this music. But the thing is music is very powerful and we dominate in this in this space because we're very melodic people and we use music in that way some use it for good some use it for evil and i believe he uses it for evil if he really cared about the people right he wouldn't make music like that i mean and, and look i'm not saying he's all bad but I'm not saying he's all good. And that's like a lot. That's like all of us. We, we all have, you know, a good and bad to us. But I'm just saying that, you know, some people think about this. Why am I going to support something that could end up being bad? So um, and a lot of times people associate black people equaling bad. Hey, it's not it's 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 not just people that's not black It's black people think this as well so this also goes into another thing right another con if you do support black content possible betrayal now everything that I'm bringing up I've witnessed in uh, on social media you know in media in general on TV um, news articles like you hear this type of stuff and these things are happening even though in like my personal life going to the store just having people tell me certain things like okay so betrayal people you know the fact that black people 
are just like everybody else, but especially in our community, is turning against one another. Like that that is a fear that people have, not not just black people, but other people have that, you know, if they if they turn their backs on their own people, what makes you think they're not gonna do it to us? So what's an example? Shea Moisture. Um a couple of years back, Shea Moisture came out with a a commercial with these fair-skinned women with with different with more of a European type of texture hair, um, looser curls in their hair. They didn't have the 4C hair type that a lot of dark-skinned women or or really black black women have. In mind, you don't have to be dark-skinned to have 4C hair texture. Some for some of you guys out there that don't know what 4C hair texture is, it's more of a curlier, more of a woolly um, type of hair texture. It 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 it's uh, a lot harder. It's not hard in the sense of like um, you, you like it can scratch up against things. It's just more. It's just more closer and coily. It it takes a lot more care and, and conditioning to get it to a certain texture but Shea Moisture uh, I think one of their CEOs or, or people in the management department of, of their company is a white woman that is head of like the Nubian um, department something like that I don't have all the details to it but a lot of black women were upset that they were now promoting more um, hair care to more Eurocentric or ambiguous looking women that wasn't the the traditional women that gave them the support from the beginning. You know, if you have women of of a stronger hair type, of a heavier hair type, and they support you for so long, and then just to turn around and and try to branch out to a, a different demographic, like here's the thing. That's a fear with a lot of people, especially black people. If I'm going to support this company and I am your target target audience, and then you go and try to expand, nothing wrong with the expansion, but you're now you're now you're taking away resources from us and trying to go to and usually it's the more dominant class. You're trying to go to them. It's usually a business move, but like I said before, with acceptance and, and more of its kind and likeness, you know, as black people, we we know what it like. We know we know what it's like to be marginalized from the dominant group. We don't want that to be done to us from our own people. Don't marginalize us like society. We still need a safe haven because we're still getting mis- mistreated in these spaces and in, in the world. So, if I'm going to give you my support, my money, my viewership, my time. Don't turn your back on me. So that is a fear for for black people and a lot of other people. Maybe not so much from people that aren't black, but for black people especially. Right? And, and, you know, and there are many other examples of negative outcomes of supporting a black-owned business. Even the fact that we talked about mediocrity earlier. Another mediocrity that people may expect from black people is just how they run business, you know, bringing in their personal habits, their bad habits into a professional setting. 
it's very ghetto. It's not clean. People don't talk professionally. People don't treat you with courtesy. Uh, it, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't go by protocol. They don't honor their own system. Like there, there's a lot of things that is in certain black businesses. It's not in all, but those are some of the cons. Shoot. Even, um, another instance, there was, I don't remember her name, but it was a, it was a black hairstylist, very successful, I, I believe in Philly. You guys can look it up. But she had did business and she was booming. And I think one of the girls had an issue with her. And not too long after that, she ended up losing her life. She got killed. Um, I don't know the specifics behind it, but you see, this is a, a situation where a girl that's a hairstylist, she's making her own money doing something that she loves. It's pretty much her own black business. But when you're now your customers, that's another thing. When you have customers that are black and they bring in their mediocre ways, it's like, wait a minute. Why, why are you doing this? And that can be bad for business where other people of other, of other ethnicities don't even want to support because they don't trust or they have like, you know, some, some fears. They're reluctant to want to support because of what of this black business surrounds itself by. So that's something that we have to be uh, very mindful of. Right. So what's the gray area to all this? What is the pro and con to to this if if you want to support um, black content, right? And I I put it under the umbrella of black content because it it can be a number of things, not just business. It it may be a, a person that doesn't want to have their own business, but they, but it's a black creator that creates t-shirts excuse me he creates i think any anytime you you have a product it is under somewhat of a business or an llc so i don't think you can get away from that but then again you have sites where you can sell stuff and you don't have to have like a really a business business but i mean this is America as a capitalistic society, so it ultimately it kind of turns into that. But maybe philanthropy or activism. Um, what's the grade to all of this? What is the pro and the con? This I think for a lot of black creators, because I'm going to put it under that umbrella. There is this. Um, there is this. The pro and con of greatness. There is like this love that, okay, I, uh, of greatness and the fear of it. How so? Let me go to the fear. Sometimes fearing your greatness, the fact that, you know what, maybe I don't want to support this business, or maybe I don't want to support my own business because I fear being great. What does that come with? That may come with pride. Um, being prideful can be your downfall. I may not want that. The fear of, of it change of this thing changing me or changing those around me. Sometimes 
that brings, you know, that brings upon yourself or people. Like when you become great, you start to become big headed or people around you think they can could call you for anything. Like, Hey, I need a thousand dollars. Can you send it to me? Wait a minute. You never said this before, but that's another thing. It, you know, the, the thing is, while I'm, what I'm mentioning, it could be the fear of, of attention from unwanted, unnecessary uh, attention from all different places that you can't even anticipate from your own people, from people that know your own people, from people that are not black. Just, you know, you just it's, it may be too much for you. But the positive side of your greatness is being an example to others, showing that to people that look where I came from, where you came from. If I can do it, you can do it, too. Maybe not exactly the same way, but you could do something of that sort. Um, Again, promoting more promoting yourself will promote more of its kind. Um, Being able to help people. Now that you're great, you have a responsibility. Like now you can help those people that, hey man, I need a thousand dollars. I, I bro, I got you. Cause I'm doing well in life. You know what? You need a job? Yeah, I can hire you. You know, as long as you keep it in balance, as long as you don't let it go to your head. And there may be times in your life when you are great, you have to maneuver through that, you know? And, you know, another thing of being great is now that you have this responsibility of greatness, how are you going to manage it? Accepting people. It can go two ways. Because you're a a black owned business or you have black content, people that are black or non-black have this thought of, well, if you're only about black, that means you are anti other. Um, You have this movement, right? Uh, Black Lives Matter, which I totally understand. But because that move, that movement came about, the opposing side thought, oh, you're excluding us. So it's really we know Black Lives Matter, but it's all lives matter. It's a counter movement to their movement. Like, wait a minute. I'm not saying we're the only ones that are superior or 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 or, or that. No, we're like our lives matter. Like if, if, if it, if you guys really cared, then we wouldn't be dying in the street. This wouldn't be happening in the way it's happening. Let's be fair. But you see, you see, you see that example that I brought in. That's a, that's a fear that people have. Well, if you are all about blacks, then you're not, you're not inclusive to anyone else. And that's not always the case. But let's say this. Let's say that was the case. Let's just say it was a black owned company and they didn't want to hire anyone that wasn't black. Is anything wrong with that? No, it's not. See, you can you can you know, you can take it. You can you could take it two ways. If. If I'm Spanish or if I'm Latino that speaks Spanish and I'm running a a nail salon and I, and I want my own people there to speak Spanish. And, you know, we take all different types of customers. We got some people that speak English, some people that speak Spanish. Why not? There's nothing wrong with that. This is a free country. It's, there's no, 
there is a law that say you can't do that, but do we live in that kind of world? No. My thing is to be fair. To be fair. But the pro, okay, so the pro is, here's this, I said this earlier. Oppressed people know what it means to be oppressed and they, and usually um, God-fearing people have this in them acceptance of all people is like you know what I know what it's like to be turned away from a job interview and they didn't say because I was black but maybe they just didn't think I would fit I wouldn't be a right fit for their company you know what I go back on okay I I go back on the fact of fair It's, it's not fair nothing in life is fair but Here's the thing, because of that experience, you might be more open to hiring white people, black people, uh, Latino people, Asian people, Indian people, whatever. The thing is, uh, you're coming from a place of, you know, let me hire them off their merits of, of how good they are and how they treat people. Because if I hire you and you're going to be nasty to your coworkers and to the customers around you, then I'm not hiring you, whether you're black or you're not black. So I think that's a great area of pretty much the pro and con of supporting a black, black content could be the greatness aspect and accepting of people. You may just have it where it's like, you know what? I don't want to, I, I don't want to accept anyone that's not black. And at the same time, you got some black companies that, are like, you know, what? I accept everybody. And with greatness comes great responsibility. So, what's my opinion on this? What do I think? I think, and I'm going to sum it up like this. I think you should give black content aka business or whatever that may be i think you should give it a chance like there's so much different content out there that is not black that we we just give a chance without thinking it could be a movie on on tv or a game that we've never heard of and most of the characters are black it's created from a uh not black most of the characters are white or not of black descent you know, a lot of the content that we've consumed for so many years are not black and we don't even think about it. And the studios are that are owned by, you know, the studios behind it are white. So I think you should give it a chance. And before you criticize it, before you make a critique, give it a chance, do some research on it, find out some things and then decide whether or not you want to support it or not. Um, that's my opinion. For me, I'm doing that more and more. I'm actually giving more um, more content that's black more chances. I, I'm starting to be more open to it because I, I'm a creative myself and this podcast is created by me. Um, the platform that it's on, I don't own it, but it still allows a space for creators to make something. So I just think just give it a chance before you off-right judge it, you know, give it a chance, you know, do your research 
And if you're not the target audience of it, then my thing is don't comment on it because I know I'm coming out here saying this, but the thing about it is our businesses, it's, there's more at stake. And this also goes for black people as well. Black people do this too. You know, people talk badly about Tyler Perry's content and what I hear a lot of times and it's in it and it be from black people and I and I get it. It's like he's Tyler Perry, he's a big person, he has a lot of money, he has a studio. Why can't he hire other people to make better content? Listen, you don't know his experience with other people out there that may want to change what he's trying to do. If you're not the target audience, my opinion, I don't think you should comment on it. What I see is people will just comment on it just just because he's a big name. It comes with the territory. They're going to get views and likes because they know it generates views and likes or it, it generates eyeballs so okay let's talk about Tyler Perry he's a big name big topic I know this is a niche I'm going to talk about it mind you there are people that do have similar thoughts that they don't think his content is good but if you're not the target audience what are you talking about if you want to have a conversation with your own people then have it I know how it sounds as a creator I, I kind of feel what he may feel or if he feels like like I just I don't I'm not quick to give my critique or opinion on a creator unless they do something horrific I'll look into it like you know what this is what I think um but but yeah so that's my opinion but you know what I want to know what you guys think what do you think about you know, supporting black, uh, supporting content just because it's black. What do you think? So that's it, guys. If you guys stay to the end of this video, thank you. I love you. I appreciate you. Uh, next week, I'm going to be setting some light on black creations. Um, it, it, it's, it ranges from movies, TV. I'm going to like focus on the creators and their, their creations of what they created uh, specifically black owned because I, I, I really want to support those guys. I want to shed some light on things that I think is interesting and I see that it can it, you know it, it's I don't think it's a bad thing to support but like I said I look into some of these things and these are some things I already like so that's going to be the for episode 14 I'm just going to be talking about certain black creations really um, that's created by black by a black person that's owned by a black person managed by a black person and the origins of it is black um it and here's another thing the content itself may not be a hundred percent black or african inspired but it's a black person that's behind it so i'm gonna be talking about that next week so yeah guys um that's jay i love you and i'm out